Steve Jobs was addressing his employees. And he said, a lot of things have changed in the past and will change in the future, but one thing will never change. Apple exists to create great products and services for passionate people to change the world. And I could envision being one of those employees sitting there listening to him speak, and he's in his shorts and he's in his black turtleneck, that I would go back to my desk and invent the iPod. This is Pete Moore at Halo Talks NYC. We are inside the Halo Academy with Matt Spielman. In this hyper-competitive environment, having a mission, a vision, a strategy, which are three separate things, Matt's going to address here to start having you think about where you're positioned, how you're going to move forward, and what you say yes to and what you say no to, and what your goals and objectives are. Matt, take it away. Thanks, Pete. So, yeah, I mean, time is a zero-sum game. We can't get it back. And it's probably the most precious commodity in an organization. Certainly, one could argue funds and capital. Uh, it's easier to go out and either raise it or borrow it or sell something to get funds than it is to get time back. The last thing we want is to find out a year from now that, shoot, had we spent a few hours at an offsite or a day or two, we could have gone in a slightly different direction or we could have realized something. So I, I want to spend some time talking to the audience about sort of thinking about vision and mission under the umbrella of, you know, strategy within an organization. The one thing is, you know, there are so many instances when people and companies just jump right in. And this is understandable, you know, succeeding in business with a killer product or service can be awesome. I mean, but stepping back and doing some reflection before diving in can yield hugely beneficial results. In fact, some of the most successful companies over the last hundred years have made time to ask some important questions. And I, I think it's important to dive in. I do, in, in, a, in a past podcast, you and I spoke about, I mentioned, I, I try to be a student of the game. And there is a, an article uh, in Harvard Business Review that Jim Collins talks about called Building Your Company's Vision in the September-October issue of HBR in 1996. And for those who've read Good to Great and Built to Last, much of what appears in the article are the underpinnings of the research that he did for both of those books. And essentially in it, he looked at the last hundred years and what defined or what made, what were the key commonalities or what were the commonalities among those companies? And he found out that each of those companies did take time to ask fairly difficult, you know, fair, those questions about why do we exist? Why are we here? If we closed our doors tomorrow, what would the outside world be missing? Mm -hmm. And those aren't questions that people are, are used to, are used to asking and certainly, you know, not answering. So the way, the way I think about and the way I, I talk to companies about vision and mission is, is the following. So it's sort of like in, in two parts. So your, your mission and, and under your mission is what we just spoke about. Your, what, what Jim Collins calls what I call, you know, why the company exists and the core ideology. What is the purpose of the organization? And 
this captures the soul of the organization and the core ideology is discovered by looking inside Pete. It's the glue that holds the organization together. So if we just look at some of the examples that really speak to me and let's just take 3M for example, okay. right? It's not to make a post-it note or to, you know, be the most successful company at Staples or something along those lines. It's their stated reason for being is to solve an unsolved problem innovatively. Okay. Merck to preserve and improve human life. Disney or Walt Disney to make people happy. Nike to experience the emotion of competition, winning and crushing the competitors. Now, this is not something that is, there's a, there's not a finite end. That is who we are. That is why we exist. That is why we get out of bed every single morning. And if you have a, a company that's in a small city or in a, in a town, you can still have the same, you know, commentary related to what your mission is. It just is on a local basis and doesn't have to be make people happy worldwide. There's no just, better. There's no worse. There could be the local flower shop that right. bring, I have this flower shop to bring joy to people. You know what there, there can be, so it's something that's what gets me going every single day. I'm going to design my store that way. That's going to be reflective of, and it's different for every single person. And if that flower shop went away, those people who buy those flowers and it kind of lightens up either, you know, their home or they give it to somebody else or whatever the case may be, they will not have that place to go to anymore. All right. Now, part of that, that sort of that core purpose, that sort of soul of the company, the reason for being is also the, the core values. So these are the essential and enduring tenets of an organization. And it's the small set of, of guiding principles. So, you know, if it, let's say we look at Sony and this was stated in the 1950s, you know, their core purpose was to experience the sheer joy of innovation and the application of technology for the benefit and pleasure of the general public. It wasn't to make the Walkman, you know, that that's something more specific. It's more, why do we exist? And it's, it's something generally broader than that. And this is internal and external. Um, I would say that this in terms of core purpose, and this is our mission as an organization is more internal. It is the galvanizing force that within the, uh, among the, the company and it's in, in, in the DNA and the employees, for the employees, they know why they're coming to work every single day. So, so to be clear, this isn't the marketing tagline of a company. It is not the marketing tagline of a company. And recently I, I saw a video that I think everybody should find on YouTube. It was when Steve Jobs went back to Apple in the late 90s. It was 98 or 99, uh, the, make, the time of this, this video. And Apple was sort of teetering on whether it was going to actually succeed or not, believe it or not, in, in the year 2017, which we're talking now. Steve Jobs was addressing his, to your point, the employees. And he said, a lot of things have changed in the past and will change in the future, but one thing will never change. Apple exists to create great products and services for passionate people to change the world. Basically what he was saying to the employees, that's why we come to work. That's why we exist. That's why we're not shutting our doors. And I could envision being one of those employees sitting there listening to him speak and he's in his shorts and he's in his black turtleneck that I would go back to my desk and invent the iPod. Mm -hmm. 
So we mentioned, so that's sort of a core purpose. And we mentioned the core values, like this is how we are going to work. And, you know, we're going to be kind to each other. We're going to take risks. We're going to bring in, we're going to welcome different types of people. And every organization should have the key tenants of, you know, how they're going to work and how they're going to interact. So that, that's sort of one side. That's sort of the mission of the organization. It's comprised of the core purpose and the core values. Why don't we move to, why don't we move to the other side, which is what, what we can call the vision. And I think a really good example of this is, you know, we can use a, a 10 to 30 year sort of big, hairy, audacious goal, or given how quickly things are moving in today's pace is you can take a three-year goal if you want. But in the early 60s, John F. Kennedy said, by the end of the decade, we're going to land somebody on the moon. It is finite. It is a stretch, but it's achievable. And it's ending. And what it does is it, it's a galvanizing force for, the, for NASA in this case. And math had to be invented. So, you know, the, the question then becomes, okay, okay, well, if that's our that's, if that's our vision, what do we need to do in order to achieve it? And you know, there's one could then write out specifically of more vivid, and I would recommend all the executives who are listening to this and doing this exercise, and we've done this for many of our partner companies, is a more vivid description. So over the next three years, we're going to create materials that don't exist today that can maintain the the rigors of being outside of our atmosphere. We're going to do trial runs of getting man and woman to circular, to, to go around the earth and being safe in doing so. We're going to, so there are certain steps that have to be involved in getting more sure. specific. But having that by the year 2020, we're going to be known throughout the industry as, you know, there's a finite, or if, you know, there are many organizations that say, we're going to, Walmart said, by a certain date, we're going to be a billion dollar, you know, or a hundred billion dollar entity or whatever. So you can use financial and metrics as also a galvanizing force as well. So it's sort of two sides of a yin yang in closing, Pete, which I think people should think about, you know, why do we exist? Sort of the why, right? So the core purpose and the core values we spoke through. Uh, spoke through. On the other side, we have the vision and then kind of a more vivid description. And the vision being, this is what we're gonna to aim to accomplish over the next three, five, 10, or 30 years, so the big, hairy, audacious goal. And then specifically, what does that look like? And then where strategy in closing, where strategy comes into place is, okay, if that's what I'm trying to achieve, what are the three key pillars or five key pillars I need to do in order, for, or our company needs to do in order for us to accomplish our vision of becoming a hundred million dollar company by 2020. Now, and and that, part of this is related to as the market changes or as technology changes, you might modify the strategy, but it, your mission may still stay the same and your vision may be the same where you want to get to because there's a frustration that you're solving absolutely. making people happy. I, 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 yeah. I, absolutely. Great. Yeah. All right, so, so these documents are, are in the academy, and um, this is really a roadmap to make sure that before you start running and create a product or create a service, you, you might want to figure out what you're striving for because setting these goals and milestones is going to make sure you realize what progress is, how you need to get there, what kind of team you need behind it, what type of infrastructure you need in order to make sure you're successful, and also 
to have a, a passion and enthusiasm and, and make sure you're still happy doing what you're doing. Most definitely. And, and some of this information can also be used to inspire your workforce and to maintain and engage workforce. They need to know why they're coming every single day and why they get up Monday morning to come to work and what their contribution is ultimately leading towards and communicating that to the organization and maybe even putting it up, you know, on walls or laminating it or whatever I've seen some organizations do. That's a way to kind of is that glue between and among employees. And they have the lowest, these types of companies that take time, what I call away from the table before diving in and that planning, they have the highest retention rates and ultimately the highest success rates. Great. Well, all the documents are in the academy and this is the first step to greatness. Thanks, man. Very welcome, Pete. Thanks.